calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi everyone, it's Faith. As some of you already know, Devastating tornadoes struck Nashville and surrounding areas on March 3rd. Thankfully, everyone in the Boom family is safe, though some of the cast and crew lost power and were uprooted from their homes temporarily. We are the lucky ones. So many people have lost so much. Their homes, their businesses, their loved ones. If you are able, please consider a donation to the Middle Tennessee Emergency Response Fund to help out all Middle Tennesseans affected. There is a link in the show notes. Also, because Mother Nature doesn't care about our production schedule, episode 34 may be delayed by one week. Make sure to follow Observer Picks on social media for updates. Thank you all. Enjoy the show. Observer Pictures presents Boom, a serial drama. Written and directed by Faith McQuinn. This is episode 33, Tightrope. taking it easy. This is taking it easy. Slow down, man. Look, we're not racing. What, did you want to talk or something? Yeah, kinda. Oh. Oh, sorry. Well, I mean, we don't have to talk now. We can go grab something to eat before I head home. Uh, no, I, I have to get back. Mom wants me home for dinner. What's up? My dad wants me to apply to MIT and Carnegie Mellon. Well, he knows you want to go to Georgia Tech, right? Yeah, but... He knows I got early admission there, too. Luke, it's not like that. He says he wants me to have more choices. Whatever, man. It's not a big deal. I know what your dad thinks of me. It's fine. Well, it's not. And I told him it's not. You're my best friend. And I'm gonna go to school where I want to go. Yeah, but will they pay for where you want to go? I don't know. You do want to go to Georgia Tech, right? Yeah, I really like the program. Don't do that. It's cool, man. If you want to go to MIT, 
Hell, I want to go to MIT. Well, then apply. No, man. I'm not exactly what people think of when they think MIT. Plus, I could never go that far away from home. Anyways, why are you telling me this? Because we're flying to Boston this weekend to visit. Oh, uh, so no climbing. No, I'm sorry. Y'all can go without me. <laughs> I didn't say we wouldn't. <laughs> well, Jen will be happy. She doesn't have to spot anybody now. I'm sorry. He just he just sprung it on me this morning. Yeah, it's fine. Del, you'll get in anyways. Excuse me? I seem to remember that only one of us has a summer internship. <laughs> Shut up. I'm just a better student than you are. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> as long as you can admit it. Fuck off, man. Are we done with this heart-to-heart -heart shit? Can we go back to riding now? Uh, yep. Okay, so you're just... I guess so. Porter sits in an empty office in the downtown police station. He's not handcuffed, but the door to the office is definitely locked, and there's a uniformed officer standing outside the door. He watches a television through the glass. He can't hear it, but he sees Luke's picture flash up on the screen as the door opens. Hello, Mr. Owens. God damn it. Would you like something to drink? I've already been processing question. I'm just waiting on Jordan to get here. I can get you uh, a bottle of water, maybe a coffee. Are you serious right now? I'm always serious, Mr. Owens. <laughs> That's probably true. Any leads? A lot of calls to the station, but nothing solid yet. How bad was Allie when you found her? Have a seat. Why? Do you mind if we talk? I do, actually. I told you Jordan is on her way. Uh, I'm not questioning you officially. This is just a friendly chat. I doubt that. Have a seat, Mr. Owens. What was so important that you felt you needed to leave your house? This sounds like questioning. Why did you go to the hospital? Really? For God's sake, you're the one who called us. Were you planning to go anywhere else? Why are you talking to me anyway? Where's Santos? She's busy looking for Mr. Sullivan. Why aren't you busy looking for Mr. Sullivan? Wait, are, are you being punished? <laughs> Whew. You weren't supposed to be with Santos, were you? Oh, of course you weren't, because you're not supposed to be working my case anymore. This day just got a whole lot better. Why did you leave the house, Porter? Oh, it's Porter now. Ooh. I'm not sure that's the kind of relationship we have, Rebecca. Why did you leave the house? Why were you with Santos? Because she's my partner and I care about her. Your turn. Why did you leave the house? Because my friend was in trouble. And which friend would that be? You have got to be fucking kidding me. I was going to see Allie at the hospital. And after the hospital? I don't know. I figured I'd get picked up by the cops. So you violated your court-ordered house arrest to go visit a friend in the hospital? Yeah. Do you know where Luke Sullivan is? No, I don't. No idea at all where he could be? Sorry. Would you tell me if you did? Yes. Why wouldn't I? Because he's your friend too, isn't he? Not anymore. Because of what happened today? <laughs> yeah, sure. But he was your friend, right? For years, in fact. You two have known each other a rather long time. 
went to high school together. You almost went to college together. Someone's been doing your homework. I have. I didn't say you did the work. You really need to have a little more respect for me. Why? You've never had any for me. Since the first time you questioned me here, you've been giving me shit. You decided I was guilty that day. And I don't even understand it. Do you actually still think I killed Jen? Not anymore, no. But I did think you did it. How could I not? No one's as lucky as you were. You didn't see the crime scene. You barely had a scratch on you. We have a very different definition of lucky. I couldn't walk for months and I... (laughs) I didn't need to see a crime scene. She was in parts. Shut up. Burned beyond recognition. One finger is how we ID'd her. Shut up. One goddamn finger. How was I supposed to believe you when you were relatively fine? I'm not fine. Not even close. But there was nothing. Nothing concrete to point to you. I knew in my gut, though, that you were keeping something from us. And I was right, wasn't I? Luke killed Genevieve, and you knew he did. I saw it on your face when Santos talked about Heather Lawson in the vest. I knew you knew something. Did he threaten you? Did you call in that anonymous tip? You didn't do that. Someone else. Someone else knew, and that's why Heather is dead, and that's why you were arrested, because we finally had something on you. He needed there to be something on you. (sighs) You should have talked. You need to talk now. You didn't think he was going to hurt anybody else, though, did you? But now Allison is in the hospital because you didn't say anything. Am I right? Don't answer that. Shit. Jordan. Miss Lissandro. Detective, you're not supposed to be speaking to my client. Oh, there's nothing to worry about. We were just chatting completely off the record. I'd like the room. Of course. Goodbye, Mr. Owens. You all right? Yeah. Are you lying to me? Yeah. What took you so long? Well, when there's a citywide manhunt, traffic's a bit of a bitch. What did she say to you? Just her normal shit. What I saw seemed a little more intense than her normal shit. What did you tell her? That I went to the hospital to check on Allie. You didn't say anything else? No. She asked if I knew where Luke was. And what did you tell her? Nothing. Are you lying to me again? I don't know anything, so I didn't tell her anything. Why didn't you just stay home? I couldn't. You wouldn't. He hurt Allie. And Haley was right. It's my fault. And what did you think you were going to do? Do you have a medical degree I don't know about? Seriously, you wouldn't rush to the hospital if one of your friends was hurt? Not if I'm on house arrest. And not if some arrest-happy bitch of a detective is trying to find any little thing on me to make her case. I just needed to be there for her. For who? Who did you need to be there for? That's not fair. You're only saying that because you're not talking about Allie. There are still felony charges against you, Porter. I know that. I'm going to have a conversation with the prosecutor today. Luke hurting Allie and running. The charges against you aren't going to last long. Do I have to stay here? Nope. I bailed you out. Let's go. 
Holy shit, Dax? Dax sits alone at Haley's desk. His shirt is wrinkled. He looks exhausted. His eyes are red and puffy. He doesn't even hear Porter. Dax. What? Porter, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Ryan's dead. Who? My neighbor, Ryan. He... Luke killed him. Oh, shit. He was at your house? Yeah. Um... Here you are, Dr. Fletcher. It's not great, but it's hot. Jordan, I need to stay with him. Okay, I don't Mr. think that's... Mr. Owens, did you know Luke was going to Dr. Fletcher's home? I... Porter, stop. My client isn't answering any questions, detective, especially not when you're asking them. Dax, do you need me to stay? No, Jordan. Thanks. I'll... I'll call you later, Porter. Okay? Okay. Um... Are you sure, man? It's okay. I'll call you. Hey. How is she? She says she's doing fine. And you believe her? Of course not. She was crying in her sleep about an hour ago. Did you call her dad? What's the point? It's not like he's going to do anything. Myra, he's still her father. I'll ask her when she's awake. How are you doing? I don't know. This is... It's a lot. I'm still trying to process everything. Um, yeah. I know you two aren't doing so well, but Luke was his friend. Yeah, he's... Isaac, I, I gotta go, okay? The doctor just walked in. Yeah, yeah. Call me, let me know if anything changes. I will. You sure you don't want me to drive down? No, don't. Well, I'll call you. Love you. Join us again in two weeks for another episode of Boom. This episode featured the voices of Garrett Delosier as Porter Owens, Melinda Seawong as Myra Hanover, Avalon Heron as Dax Fletcher, Wendy Keeling as Detective Haley, Sarah Jane Nelson as Jordan Lissandro, David Hiller as Isaac Hanover, Frank Guglielmelli as the news anchor, and me, Michael R. as the narrator. Season four was recorded at Pod Studio One in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Producer, Amanda Lorraine. Production sound, Carl Huber. Sound design, Joshua Sui. Original score, Brian Irwin. Assistant director, Delilah Ferrer. Production assistant, Van Donnell. Social media guru, Ryan Allen. For more information on the show, where to find us on social media, and ways to donate to the show, please visit boom.observerpictures.com. Thank you for listening, and please share this podcast with a friend.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.